and welcome to the Southern Showdown podcast, uh, where we're going to be covering SEC football, SEC where it just means more. I'm Chris Araquazo. This is Trip Araquazo. Uh, we're no professionals. Uh, this isn't scripted. We're just going to be talking about SEC football, and we want to get feedback from you guys. Uh, Trip, you got some standings for us from last year? Yeah, I got some standings. We'll start with the uh, SEC West. Uh, obviously, uh, Alabama did finish second because LSU beat them heads up, and Alabama lost to the Vols. But uh, Mississippi State ended up finishing 4-4, four and four, and so did Ole Miss. I think that will probably play out about the same this year. I, top four will probably be about accurate. What do you think, Chris? Uh, yeah, just looking at the SEC West, you know, we're going to be up front. We are volunteers. That's just who we are. Looking at the top two, it looks like two teams that got beat by Tennessee last year, Alabama and LSU. Um, yeah, let's take a look at the East, see what we had with the East last year. Well, unfortunately, the Vols did fall second because South Carolina and Georgia. But um, really, I think the only team that will decline a lot, in my opinion, is Kentucky, but I think the top three will probably stay the same this upcoming year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think uh, Kentucky will probably fall short on that list, and you know, really, Kentucky, Florida, Missouri, and Vandy—they're all going to be kind of right there together, if you ask me. I mean, it's going to be tough to play in the swamp if you go to the swamp, but I just don't see those teams being being quite as strong as they were last year. Missouri is going to have a really good defense. Um, you know, they're going to have a strong D, a very – they're full of seniors. So, um, yeah, the top, I think the top's going to stay about the same. Um, go dogs. Yeah, go dogs, huh? I, I actually agree with that completely. Uh, you want to take a look at uh, what ESPN has the preseason finish to look like? Yeah, what? let's see what they got. Um Looks like we got dogs on top again, Alabama on top again. You know, I mean – kind of the same old story uh hopefully the uh the Vols can make a little change this year and make something happen you know we hope so at least yeah. I know most of you viewers are probably going against us on that but yeah honestly it looks about exactly the same as the actual finish from last year yes yeah. but um I hope Tennessee does end up being number one and I think LSU might do some stuff in the West, but it's kind of hard to bet against Nick Saban, you know. So. Right. That's really right. all I got to say about it. Right. All right, Chris, uh, do you want to go through each each schedule right here? You want to start with Georgia since they're All right, yeah, one? let's start with Georgia. Let's go through Georgia. All right. Uh, you know, I think Georgia, they got an easy easy part of the schedule. Uh, you want to go ahead and rate their schedules when we start it off? Uh, yeah, you can You go ahead and you can start it off. All right, so we're going to start with Georgia. I'd say they uh, – it's not a cupcake schedule by any means. You know, it's SEC schedule. None of these schedules are going to be easy. But, I mean, Georgia starts off with Tennessee, Martin, and Ball State. So they can kind of just circle South Carolina when it comes to those games. It'll be easy for them to do that, and that's why I think they'll, though they will get that win over South Carolina. I don't think that's going to be an easy game by any means. I think it's going to be a good game. I think uh, Spencer Rattler will be a big factor in that game. Uh, I really, I'm, I'm looking to see how how Beck's going to perform this season, um, but yeah, I, I think they'll beat South Carolina. I think they'll continue through UAB, Auburn, Kentucky, Vandy. You know, they'll play Florida. That could be a, a tough game for them. Then they got they got that Ole Miss, Tennessee back to back. I think I think that's going to be a little bit tricky. So Absolutely. I think whenever they play Ole Miss, Ole Miss, I think is going to give them a good football game. I really do, and I think that's why it's going to be hard for them to come into Neyland Stadium and beat Tennessee. So I, I, I do think they get the L from Tennessee, and I know a lot of you guys are probably going to disagree with that, and we'll just have to see how it goes. So, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. I think their schedule is fairly easy. I think they only have three games that they might drop. But I think the only game they're going to lose to me, in my opinion, is uh, November 18th in Neyland Stadium. That's the game they're going to lose. I think Ole Miss will give them a run. I think Missouri might hold on for, like, the first half. I mean, after last year, they did hold on for a pretty good bit. But I really think South Carolina will have a good game with them. Ole Miss will have a pretty good game. But I don't see them losing any games other than Tennessee. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you said, Missouri, I mean, they go 
Like I said, I don't think they have that hard of a schedule, but they go Missouri, Ole Miss, then Tennessee. That's a that's a tough part of the schedule. Um, you know, back to back to back, and uh, we'll actually be at that game at Neyland Stadium uh, when Tennessee plays Georgia. So we look forward to it. Uh, you want to climb into Tennessee's schedule next? Yeah, we can do that. All right, I'm at the ball schedule. Um, I think that the first three game, first four games to me are all Ws. I, Florida, I know it's going to be tough to go into Florida and play them, but I just don't think they have this, the talent to compete in the SEC right now. And I don't think that um, they got that transfer Graham Mertz coming in. I just don't know how he's going to do. He hadn't played SEC ball, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's early on in the season. I don't think they're going to give up, put up much of a fight. South Carolina, revenge. That's all I got to say. Yep. It's revenge. It's very personal, and we're going to take them down, and we're going to – demoralize them. A&M, that could be a tough game. I really have no clue how good A&M is going to be this year, to be honest with you. They could be a 10-2, and 9-3 and three team, or they could be a 6-6 six and six team. You really don't know. Yeah. And then going into Tuscaloosa, I don't know that we pull out that game. I think it's a tough away game, and we just played back-to-back SEC games. I think we're going to drop that game, and then I think going in to the Georgia game, we, it's going to be a real hard-fought battle, close game, but I think we're going to pull it out. I think we'll end the season going 11-1. and Yeah, I agree a lot with you on that. I have us going 11-1, and too. I have our strength of schedule. Uh, back to Georgia, I had their strength of schedule at a 6.5. I've, uh, I've got Tennessee's at about an 8. Um, you know, our out-of-conference play is Virginia. You know, I know Virginia is not that great of a football team, but – you know, it's still a pretty tough out-of-conference game. Then you got UTSA. You know, some people might sleep on UTSA, but UTSA is probably going to be a top 25 team whenever we play them at home. Uh, like Tripp said, going into the Swamp, like I said earlier, going to the Swamp's never easy. I think that will be, you know, they'll probably give us a good run the first half. I do think we pull that one out. Uh, I think Tennessee pulls that one out. Uh, South Carolina, it's going to be a revenge game. It's also going to be at Tennessee. I do think we pull that game out. I think uh, Heupel's going to have some good stuff up his sleeve for that one. Uh, Texas A&M is going to be a tough game. And like Tripp said, you got South Carolina, Texas A&M. Then you got Alabama at Alabama. That's that's just a tough – that's going to be tough to pull that one out. I, I hope they pull something out of their sleeve and pull it out again, miracle like last year. But uh, – it's going to be a tough one. I do have us taking an L on that one. And like I said before, I do have us beating Georgia at Neyland. Um, so, yeah, I have us going 11-1. and one. Uh, Tennessee goes 11-1. and one. Georgia goes 11-1. and one. Go, to, on to go to Alabama. Right. You want to start us off here since I did last time? Yeah. Um, you know, Alabama, I have their strength of schedule also being an eight. Uh, they're out of conference play, which will actually – end up being a, a conference play in the future, but they're out of conference play. They they have Texas right at the beginning. You know, they got Middle Tennessee, then they got Texas, then they got South Florida. You know, South Florida's not no cupcake team. I mean, they'll handle them well, but I do have them obviously beating Middle Tennessee. I do have them beating uh, Texas. I actually have Alabama going 12-0 and this year. Um, you know, I'm not sure how, how, how it's going to be with the new kid at quarterback, but – I do have Alabama going 12 and I think they're going to have a lot of hard-fought games that they just, you know, saving, saving, saving. You know, he just pulls it out. Um, you know, because, I mean, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, all back-to-back-to-back, that, that's that's tough part of the schedule. I mean, they then right after that, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU. I mean, Alabama has a, a tough schedule, a really tough schedule. Absolutely, they do. But I, I see them. I see them doing it. You know, they could they could slip up. Possibly lose to Texas A&M. Possibly lose to Tennessee, LSU. They could even, you know, who knows with the Auburn-Alabama game. I don't have Auburn being that good of a football team this year, but who? you never know. You never know at the end of the year with Auburn-Alabama. What you got on Alabama, Absolutely. man? I, mean, I agree completely with the Iron Bowl. You never really know how it's going to go. I think Texas is going to be a hard-fought game because Quinn Ewers is most likely going to be healthy in that game. Uh I think if he was healthy last year, they pull out that game and they beat Alabama. But I think it's a revenge year for Saban, to be honest. I think they're going to go back to their old ways. They're going to run the football down your throat. They're going to play hard-nosed defense. And they're just absolutely going to dominate. That's what I think. And, you know, they're playing old goalish at South Florida. He just left us to go coach South Florida. Right. And um, 
that's going to probably be an easy W. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's multiple games they could slip up and lose, but I think I think they don't lose any games. I got them going 12-0 and as well. And I honestly, I think their schedule might be one of the hardest in the SEC, if not the hardest. So I got theirs probably at 8 or 8.5 as well. Right. You want to move on to Florida Let's or LSU? Let's move on to Florida. All right. You'll start us off. Good. Yeah, I got you. Ooh, we got Utah again this year. They got a rematch. I think that they, uh, I think they dropped that game. To be honest, um, I just don't know that Florida has enough talent right now. And they just lost Anthony Richardson, and they also have, is it Devin Leary coming in to play quarterback for them? He also has not played any SEC ball. It's a completely different game when you're in the SEC. You never know how he's going to do, and it's week one. I don't see him having a huge performance that game. And then uh, they'll probably win the next game. And then obviously I got them losing to Tennessee. Kentucky is a, a good game between those two. I probably have them. They, that game could go either way. I really don't know. They'll probably lose to South Carolina and Georgia. I, For me, I have Florida. I have them going anywhere from 4-8 and eight to 8-4. Eight and four, But I, I think they're going to go around 6-6 six and six this year. Right. Yeah, Florida did uh, get a transfer this year. It's actually Graham Mertz from uh, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, Devin I, got, Leary. I got Kentucky and De- Devin Leary so. has uh, yeah, transferred fault. to Kentucky. My fault. I said Mertz earlier about somebody. I, I got yeah. that mixed up. My fault. Yeah, but uh, right. yeah, I think uh, I think the Florida. Uh, I put their schedule actually at about a nine. I think that Florida has one of the absolute toughest schedules in the SEC. I don't think they're going to be. You know, they they're probably going to be about as good of a football team as they were last year, which is, I mean, a pretty good SEC football team. It's just when you have a schedule like this, it's it's hard to win football games. I mean, you start off the year with Utah. That's one of the hardest out of out of uh, out of conference games in the SEC, aside of uh, Texas for Alabama. So you got to start off with that Utah. I do have them taking a loss at Utah. You know, then they've got an easy game with McNeese. I also have them taking an L to Tennessee. Um, they play Charlotte W. I got them beating, beating Kentucky, beating Vandy, and then that that end of their schedule is just it's brutal. You know, you go South Carolina, Georgia, Arkansas, LSU, then Missouri, then you end end the season with Florida State. So you're starting the season out of conference with Utah, ending the season out of conference with Florida State. Florida State's going to be a great football team this year. Uh, so I actually have Florida going six and six this year, and uh, like I said, strength of schedule about a nine. So yeah, that's, that's about where I got Florida this year. Yeah, I think we're right on pace with each other right now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, we're agreeing on most of these things. All right, you want to run with LSU now? Uh, yeah, we can go to LSU. All right, you can start us off. Yeah, I'll start us off. Uh, I, I have LSU. They were a great, great club last year. I have them being a great football team again this year. Um, you know, I see that quarterback kind of Jaden Daniels setting in a little bit more this year, and uh, you know he could be making a run at the Heisman. Uh, I have him uh, just just playing good this year. Um, LSU, they're about a seven strength of schedule. You know, they start off with Florida State, like I said. Florida State, that, that's a tough football game. I mean, starting off with that, that's that's real tough out of out of conference. Um, then they're going to have, uh, I think they'll beat Grambling State, obviously, beat Mississippi State. They'll beat Arkansas. They'll probably have a tough game at Ole Miss. Um, I do have them winning that game. I actually have LSU going 11 and one. I have them taking the loss to Alabama. Um, you know, that's just – I just feel like that's going to be a little bit too hard of a game. I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a war, you know. But just like the Tennessee game, Saban's coming for revenge. He wants that revenge. And uh, I think it's going to really come down to the quarterback play. So, uh, yeah, I've got them going 11-1 uh, and one and uh, about a seven seven point five on the strength of schedule for them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Florida State's going to be a tough game. They ended up losing that game last year, but they should have pulled that game out. Uh, I think they do win this year. I think they get Florida State. I think they move on pretty easily. Mississippi State, I think, is a team that is just a little sleeper team. I think they could give them some trouble, but I think they end up winning that game. I agree. Uh, Ole Miss is going to be a hard-fought battle, but I think they're going to win that game. I think they're going to breeze through their schedule up until about Alabama. I think they could drop. Ole Miss or Mississippi State, one of those games. I agree. And Texas A&M at the end of the year, I mean, there's no telling how where this team's going to be. And um, I have them going like 
ten and two. Uh, they could go anywhere from eight and four to eleven and one to me, but I have them going ten and two. I have them dropping two games. I gotcha. Who are we running to next? I say South Carolina. South Carolina. Even though I hate them with all of my heart. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. If you're a Tennessee fan, you you despise South Carolina right now, but the grand scheme of things, this is a good football club. That's a good team. Uh, you know, Spencer Rattler, he, I have a feeling he's going to perform really well this season. You know, they also start off with a, a really – that's a tough game, you know, a tough game with North Carolina. Um, you know, a rival game. That's going to be that's going to be the biggest game of of week one right there is South Carolina, North Carolina. Everybody's going to be watching. You know, I'm sure it'll be a seven o'clock prime time football game. Um, I do have them getting the dub there. I have them handling North Carolina. Then they'll handle handle Furman. Obviously, I do have them losing to Georgia. Like I said before, I think they give Georgia a, a good football game. I really do. Um, I have a I have a good feeling that them and Mississippi State they're going to have a good football da- football game. I do see them beating Mississippi State, but when you've got that in your schedule, like I've said before, you know you go Georgia, Mississippi State, and then Tennessee. That's just such such a tough tough part of the schedule. So I do have them losing to Georgia, losing to Tennessee, and then you know I have them uh, kind of cruising through the rest. You know Texas A&M, Florida, they'll probably give them some hard games, even possibly Missouri with Missouri's defense, but. Uh, I do have South Carolina going nine and three. I have them losing to Clemson at the end of the year. You know, that that one was kind of toss up for me. That they could easily, they could win that game. They could lose that. It's going to be a really good football game. You know, they're going to start off just like I said with uh, Florida. They're going to start off with a hard game at the beginning and a hard game at the end, both out of conference. So, uh, what you got for them? I mean, honestly, I agree with a lot of that. I think that um, North Carolina and Clemson are both definitely going to be tough games. They could go either way. I mean, Drake May, that kid's a, he's a stud at North Carolina. Yeah, I think, he's a stud. I think, um, I think they do pull it out against North Carolina. I think they drop Georgia, and I think they drop Tennessee as well. Mississippi State's going to give them a good run, I think, but I think they're going to end up pulling it out. I mean, Spencer Rattler's a good quarterback. It all depends on if he's going to be consistent this year because right. he, he was inconsistent. He had games where he would throw two interceptions and only 100 yards, and he'd have games where he'd light it up and throw five touchdowns. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? I think when he comes to Tennessee, though, they're going to let the hammer down. We're going to rush him, and we're going to absolutely defeat him. We're going to destroy them. I do have them losing to Clemson, though, as well because Cade Klubnick, He's going to get a lot more experience throughout the year. That's at the very end of the season. I think he's going to lead them to a victory. That's, I think it all comes down to the quarterback play in that game. Did you have them beating North Carolina? Or? I have them beating North Carolina, beating yes. North Carolina. I have them also going 9-3. and 9-3? and three. Yeah. Yeah, we're right on pace with each other. I'm sure we'll have some discrepancies soon. Oh, yeah. Um, where you let's go let's to hop next? into one where we might have some discrepancies. Let's hop into Auburn. All right. What you got on Auburn? On Auburn. Let me just – get up here to this well I got Auburn winning their first three games they're going to start off I mean I don't think they're going to have any problems with those three games I think they do drop one to Texas A&M though I don't think they're going to be Texas A&M I don't think Auburn's a very good football team Hugh Freeze is doing a lot of work in the transfer portal right now their recruiting is pretty nice right now but I don't think they have enough experience and um, I think they're going to lose to A&M Georgia LSU Ole Miss I think they're going to lose this stretch of Five games right here, those are all L's. And then I see them beating Vanderbilt, maybe beating Arkansas. That could go either way. Beating New Mexico State and then losing to Alabama. I have uh, I have Auburn going 5-7. Five 5-7, and seven. Five and seven, you know, that's pretty close to what I got. I got Auburn going 4-8 and eight with about a 8 strength of schedule. Uh, like you said, I, they're going to beat UMass. They're going to beat California. They're going to beat Sanford. You know, they start off with three easy games. So it is probably – probably relatively easy for them to circle Texas A&M and I'm sure that's what Hugh Freeze is doing and like you said you know nothing on Hugh Freeze nothing on the club but I do have them losing to Texas A&M and uh, they have an extremely hard stretch going from Texas A&M to Georgia to LSU to Ole Miss to Mississippi State that's a really hard stretch and I see them losing all those games honestly I do I actually uh Right after losing all those games, I do have them losing to Vandy. I have Vandy getting the best of Auburn this year. You know, Vandy Vandy pulled out some upsets in the SEC last year. 
Uh, I believe their coach has really got it going on for them. I, I see Vandy turning into a, a decent SEC football team. They were a pretty decent SEC football team last year. And granted, they did get stomped by some some of the premium SEC football teams. But, uh, yeah, I've got uh, Auburn going 4-8. and eight. Really, I have them losing all of their SEC conference games. All that I see them uh, winning is the, the out-of-conference games with UMass, California, Sanford, and New Mexico State. So, but like I said, who knows? They could give Alabama a hard run at the end of the season after going after being four and uh, what four and seven. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? I mean, yeah, I could see the Vandy Auburn game going either way. I just don't think Vandy pulls it out. I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. They had a lot of inconsistency at quarterback last year. One of their quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken, actually transferred. Mike White, I'm pretty sure he transferred. And, I mean, I, I do like their coach and what he turned around a little bit last year. I mean, they did win a game, few games here and there. But right. I, I just don't know that they could beat teams like that. I mean, I like the bold prediction, though. I mean, yeah, let, let's, let's, let's climb into Vandy. I, I've got a couple right. bold predictions with Vandy. Uh, Vandy starts off with Hawaii again like they did last year. I believe they won that game last year. Am I correct? They did. They did win that game. They yes. won that game last year. Uh they beat Hawaii last year. I see them beating Hawaii again this year. Uh, I'm not really sure where it's played at, but uh, I do have them beating Hawaii, beating Hawaii's Alabama at home, A&M. By the way. And then they play Wake Forest. Another bold prediction. I just believe in the coach. Uh, you know, obviously Vanderbilt is one of Tennessee's big rivals, and we are volunteers. But I kind of like what Vandy's got going on right now. Uh, they're kind of like our little stepbrother that we like to kick around. So, uh, you know. But I, I have them beating Wake Forest. You know, that, that's a pretty bold prediction. I get that. I'll probably get slapped in the face for that one. But uh, I've got them beating Wake Forest. i got them beating UL, UNLV. So I've got Vandy starting with a big old 4-0. I need to check out what their uh, over-under is on the for the wins wins and losses this year. If you I'm know. not mistaken, it's either 5.5 or if, 6. If, if it's anywhere around 3.5, hop on it. I believe it. Because uh, I do see them going 4-0 at the beginning. I do believe they'll lose to Kentucky. That could be a toss-up game as well as Missouri. I just don't think that they'll have enough offense to get going against Missouri. Uh, I've got them taking the L to Florida, Georgia, Ole Miss. And then next thing you know, I got them beat. I got them beating Auburn. Uh, I think that's the that's the SEC game that that Vandy puts on somebody this year, and uh, then uh, I think they'll they'll end the year getting stomped by South Carolina and Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're going to start 3-1 and one in the first four games. I don't think there's any way they go into Wake Forest and they beat them. I do – Vandy is our rival, but I really don't see them as a rivalry. I mean, Tennessee has not been good my entire 16 years of life, but we have always beat Vanderbilt. There was occasional little times they had upset until us. Now, until now, we're pretty good. I mean, we're pretty good. Pretty good we, football it, We're not a program yet, though. We're a team. We're not, we're not a program until you win. I think we're turning into one. Pretty, into pretty good one. a bit. I think we'll be. Uh, I think Vandy will probably be about three and one, and then they'll lose to Kentucky and Missouri and Florida and Georgia and Ole Miss, and I think they're losing to Auburn too. I think they're losing the rest of their schedule. <laughs> yeah, they they have a they have a tough end of the schedule. Let's see, I had Vandy. Uh, I had them at a seven. They probably should. Well, you know, I don't that's know. just how the strength of schedule is. You can't you can't say the strength of schedule is different because it's Vanderbilt because it's a weaker team. You know, the only the only bold prediction I could have for Vanderbilt is maybe beating Kentucky. I think Kentucky is also our our little stepbrother. Yeah, they they just, could be on a roll, Vandy. If if Vandy does go into Wake Forest and beat Wake Forest, then Vandy's on a roll going into Kentucky. Yeah. And let's see, Kentucky, they'll also be on a roll. The only reason I have Kentucky definitely beating Vandy is Kentucky starts with Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, and then Akron. Easy to circle Vandy. Circle Vandy on your list. Get them going. Yeah, I think Keep I think Vandy will definitely pull out one of those games. I think I don't know that they'll lose the lose out like it's Auburn, I said. Man. It's Auburn. But I, it's it's either Auburn, Florida, or Kentucky to me. I don't think it's they're Auburn. losing to Missouri. I think Missouri's defense is too good. They were top thirty in defense last year. I agree. I they, think they I, pull out the Auburn game. I got Vandy going three or nine. Y'all, or y'all watch and see. You know, Vandy beats Auburn. Vandy beats Wake Forest. That's just how it goes. So you got them going five and seven, huh? Five and seven. I got them going around three and nine or four and eight at the most. That's right. what I got. All right, who you want to go hop into next? Oh, uh, let's hop into Ole Miss. Let's see what we got on Ole Miss. Dude, I just don't know what to think about Ole Miss sometimes. To be honest, I don't know what to think about Ole Miss either. But at the end of the day, Lane Kiffin's the coach. He's going to have some tricks up his sleeve. 
I've uh, I've got Ole Miss. You know, they start off with some cupcakes. It's pretty easy for Ole Miss to circle Alabama on their schedule, and uh, that's going to make an interesting football game. Um, Lane Kiffin against Nick Saban. That, that's going to be a prime game. That really is. That's going to be a prime football game. It's going to be, uh, I would say, the toughest football game for Alabama through the beginning of their schedule. I know they do have to play Texas. I think they handle Texas better, a little better than they did last year. So, yeah, I think Ole Miss, Dub on all, uh, Mercer, Tulane, Georgia Tech, they circle Alabama, but they do take the L. I think uh, they make it interesting, though. They do make it interesting. And then right after Alabama, they got to play LSU. I don't see them beating LSU right after playing Alabama. And then uh, they do get the win over uh, Arkansas, Auburn, and Vandy, and Texas A&M. Lose to Georgia, and at the very end of the, the year, they lose to Mississippi State. I've got Mississippi State uh, – being a pretty good, pretty dang good also football do team I, this year. Mississippi what's, State, what's the, Mississippi State is going to be Will Rogers. Will Rogers, and yeah, I like know about, that kid. You don't know about Will Rogers. He's got a lot of SEC records, and he is he is a stud. He is a stud. He, I feel like he's either very underappreciated or very overhyped. There's yeah. no no in between. Yeah, Mississippi State. I definitely State, don't think he's overhyped. I think he's a dog, and I think he's going to show it this year. I think he, in fact, just going back to Alabama. You know, we got them going twelve and zero. We both got them going twelve and zero. But golly, there's so many football teams that are going to give them a hard run, and Mississippi State is one of them. Absolutely, I think Miss. I, I think that Will Rogers right now. I bet he's already got a circle. Mississippi State head. is my dark horse. They, they, they are, are. They, they are, are mine my bold too. Prediction. That's they are my bold prediction. Also, I uh, agree with you on that. But as far as Ole Miss, I, I mean, I think Ole Miss. They're they're gonna run through those first three games. Lane Kiffin's a great offensive mind. The offense is gonna be strong. Yep. But I think they're gonna lose Alabama. I mean, last time, about two years ago, remember Kiffin said, "Get your popcorn ready." And then he got beat by like thirty. Yep. So I I think uh, I think Saban's got him figured out. And it's at it's at Alabama. It so is. At, it's it's in Tuscaloosa. That's gonna be hard. It's gonna be I think tough. they they drop the next game too to LSU. But I think they win until I mean I think they win until Georgia here. I think they lose to Georgia and then. Mississippi State could go either way. It's a huge rivalry game. I think it really could go either way. I, I have no clue who's winning that game, in my honest opinion. Like, I have no clue. I yeah. have Ole Miss going nine and three. I think they might pull out that Mississippi State game. I think they're more. I don't know. I still. No, I, I have. Agree with I have that, more trust know. in Lane Kiffin than I do in uh, the new Mississippi State head coach. Let me hold on. Let's let me get his name. I forgot it. Yeah, I'm just I'm riding the the Rogers train. I really think uh, I think Mississippi State will pull that out. And uh, while he's looking at that, you know, back to Alabama. It's what I was talking about, Alabama. I think playing at Alabama this year is just going to be tough. You know, Alabama's used to being SEC championship team, uh, national championship team, always in the playoffs. Those fans are actually going to be hungry. They haven't been hungry for a while. Those fans are going to be hungry this year. When you take when you take an L to Tennessee, you take an L to LSU. You know, not long ago taking a taking a loss to Texas A and M. These fans are going to be. I believe that these fans are going to be ready. That's why I believe Tennessee is going to have a hard time beating them. Yeah. Uh, you know, anybody that plays at Alabama this year is going to have a hard time hard time winning a football game. Well, I say since we're so high on Mississippi State, we go ahead and move in. And also another reason I think Mississippi State is going to be good is because of um, Mike. I mean, a lot of people don't want to talk about Mike Leach. It's obviously devastating. But a lot of those kids in that locker room are seniors. They've been playing with him. Seniors right. and juniors are real experience. They want to win it for him. You know what I mean? I Zach, Ar- Zach Arnett, that's who, I forgot his name. He was their – I think he was their defensive coordinator, and he took over as head coach. And I, I think that's just a family over there, and they they want to win. I agree. I uh, completely agree. And I, a family with a, a really good leader at Will Rogers, and not just a good leader, a dang good football player. Absolutely. I mean, I I and my I think that Mississippi State goes three and one. I think they might upset South Carolina in their first four games. I don't. These two games back to back. These three games back to back are very very tough. But I mean, I think. They could win. So through oh. the, through the first four, you you got them going three and one. Yeah, I got them. You winning. do have them. I have beating. them winning one of these games. Either you LSU or South Carolina. I have them gotcha. beating LSU or South Carolina. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know which one, but it depends on who shows up. Last year, 
I feel like they were a good football team. They just didn't show up every Saturday. Right. But I think if they get more consistent and they have a lot of experience, I think they could win one of those games. I, I do have them losing to Alabama, obviously. They, I think they beat Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, and Texas A&M. And I think the only game they have that circled on their schedule after Alabama is Ole Miss. And I think that game could go either way. I have Ole Miss pulling that one out, though. Yeah. I have uh, Mississippi State going around 8-4, and 9-3-ish, upwards eight wins. Yeah, so like you said, you know, family, good program, good leader in Mississippi State. I have their strength of schedule at about a seven. Um, you know, really the two toughest games I see on their schedule is LSU and Alabama. I think that that Alabama game is going to be interesting. It's going to be at Mississippi State, correct? Yeah. Uh, so you ain't got to play in Tuscaloosa. Like you said, it's a family if they, I, I do have them losing to LSU and South Carolina, which kind of creates an L for uh, for the Alabama game. But if you have a Mississippi State that really hops on the horse and goes through those two cupcakes at the beginning and then beats LSU, beats South Carolina, and Will Rogers and that family has momentum yeah, absolutely. about to play Alabama at home, that's, that's the one I have circled for Alabama that possibly could be the upset, you know. You know, it's been it's been Tennessee, it's been Texas A&M. This year, for me, the one that I pick on Alabama that could be the upset is Mississippi State. Like you said, Mississippi State's kind of my dark horse. Although I do have them, like I said, losing to LSU, losing to South Carolina, and then obviously, like I said, losing losing to Alabama. I do have them running through the rest of the schedule, winning the rest of the schedule. You know that that Ole Miss game, it might it's probably going to be a good game, good toss up as well as the Texas A&M game. Um, but I do have them them pulling out those games, you know. It, it's just if they're going to be able to put it together, if they do do what I said and lose to LSU, lose to South Carolina, then lose to Alabama, are they going to be able to rebound and put it back together? I think it, you know, coming with Western Michigan right after that and just go beat the dog crap out of them and then probably take care of business with uh, Arkansas and Auburn and Kentucky. I think it'll be kind of easier for them to rebound back if they do take those three losses. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see them being a solid team. They have a lot of games that go either way. I just, I think they, if they pull through those games, they could go either way. If they finish, then they're going to make a lot of noise in the West. And right. Mix right. some stuff up. All right. Who right. you want to go to next? Uh, we can go to Texas A&M, Missouri, whichever one. Let's do A&M. We haven't talked a whole lot about them. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll probably have some discrepancies possibly over A&M. Yeah. I don't know if you have them being a great club this year or not. I do believe that they're building up and, you know, gosh, they're full of four-stars and five-star recruits, great recruits, great athletes on the football field. I just I just don't see Texas A&M always putting it together. I really don't. Now, they do have a pretty easy beginning of the schedule, you know, yeah. New Mexico, Miami. That's Miami, just, just for like for Tennessee, playing someone out of conference like Virginia or Miami, uh, just a decent out-of-conference football game, that really gets the ball rolling uh, for you, I believe. But uh, then they go to ULM, easy game. I believe that uh, Auburn's to me, is a bottom-tier SEC football team this year. Uh, I do have them uh, winning, beating Auburn, beating Arkansas, and then they'll run into Alabama. Uh, I think Alabama will actually take care of business uh, against Texas A&M this year. And so uh, I do have uh, Texas A&M going six and six. They'll lose to Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State all five in a row. And then they'll take care of their uh, out of conference game against ACU. And uh, I do have them losing against LSU. So you know. I still got them doing about the way they did last year, just kind of a mid-tier SEC football team that puts up puts up a good fight against everybody. I believe they will put up a, get, a good fight against everybody, but I do have them taking those five L's in a row and then losing with a loss to a, a good LSU football team. I have Texas A&M being a pretty decent team. I don't think they're going to make major strides. I mean, last year they finished around four and eight, five and seven. They even had that loss to Appalachian State. Kind of sticks out. Um, I see them rolling through their first four or five games, and I mean that's a pretty easy start to the schedule, like you said. But I do have them losing Alabama and Tennessee and South Carolina, and I mean they might make some noise at Ole Miss or Mississippi State, but I think they're losing those games too, to be honest. They they could upset Ole Miss. That's my my team that they could upset, and um, 
I have them beating Abilene Christian and losing to LSU. I have them going around six and six, seven and five. I mean, I think they might be bowling this year, but I don't know that they're going to be that good. Yeah, yeah they they might be bowling. But it's honestly. also Jimbo Fisher is the coach, and even though he, a lot of the, people. The have big some thing for uh, for me for Mississippi or Texas A and M this year is is Jimbo Fisher calling the plays. Who, who's calling the plays this year? Is it Jimbo Fisher or uh, who's the Who's the new offensive coordinator they got now this year? I know, I know they have a, a new offensive coordinator coming in. And last year, you know, Jimbo Fisher was calling a lot of the plays. He's on the sidelines calling the plays at the same time. And I just – there's a lot of people up in, uh, you know, SEC broadcasts and stuff like that don't really quite agree with it. And I, I don't quite agree with it either, you know. Um, but uh, – yeah, so I, I think it really, really depends on who's calling the plays. You know, um, it's Bobby. Bobby Petrino. Petrino. There That's we go. Right. That's what I was missing right there. Bobby Petrino calls the plays, and you might have a different Texas A&M football team this year. I, I all my predictions oh, yeah. of those L's, a lot of, a lot of things could be turned around to W's on those. And like I said, even if Jimbo Fisher calls the plays, all the teams that I have them losing to is not going to be an easy football game. Uh, like I said, we are Tennessee fans. I'm I'm focused in on that that uh that Texas A&M game right in between a South Carolina revenge game, and then you've got Alabama. So I'm sitting here saying that Texas A&M is going six and six, and don't think that I'm sleeping on that football game. I'm I'm really ready for that football game. I hope I hope the Tennessee and Heupel are ready for that football oh, dude, game. That, for me, that's a revenge game because I don't know. Remember our, uh, Jesse's wedding? Texas A&M was going on that day. Right. We had them beat, dude. Right. We had them beat, and they came back, beat us in double overtime. Right. Stung my heart. Stung my heart to this day. I want them bad. I want, I want them bad too. Them it's, bad. it's pretty hard to get a. Two revenge football games in a row, and then try to go take care of business with Alabama in Tuscaloosa. That's so why I have that drop. sandwich right there for Tennessee is uh, a difficult one to eat. I say we look at our little brother next. Let's go ahead and look at uh, Kentucky. A little Kentucky. Oh, I don't. I don't really think very highly of Kentucky to be honest with you. Let me start it off. You want to go? Uh, go ahead. Go. Go on ahead. All right. Um, give me just a second. I'll start off. I got Kentucky uh, strength of schedule being about a nine this year. Um, the reason is there's there's three dominant football teams right now in the SEC. You've always got Alabama and you've always got Georgia, and I think that Tennessee really has put some respect on their name and hopped into that list as they took down Alabama last year. You know, they didn't really give Georgia the best run in Athens. Uh, they really didn't. I think they give them a better run this year, like I've said before. But – Kentucky has to play all three of them. Kentucky's got to play Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama. And not a lot of separation between the games. Uh, they do start off with a pretty easy schedule, and I think that's good for Kentucky. I think that's good for their football team to start off with a pretty easy Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, uh, Akron, and then Vandy. I think they do take care of business at Vandy. Like Tripp said, that could be a toss-up game. You know, that could be the game that Vandy pulls out. Um, but I do, I do believe they take care of business against Vandy. Uh, then they literally, I have them taking. Uh, let's see, what is that? Seven, seven losses in a row to Florida, Georgia, Missouri. That's kind of a bold prediction. You might have Missouri beating Kentucky, but uh, I don't think that their offense will be able to move the ball enough on that really talented and and uh, just. Uh, older and seniority defense of Missouri's. I think I think Missouri's going to have one of the best defenses in the country, not just the SEC this year. I think they're going to have one of the best defenses in the country. Can their offense put up numbers? I'm really not sure. So, But I do have them losing to Missouri, uh, losing to Tennessee, losing to Mississippi State, losing to Alabama, losing to South Carolina. And uh, I do have them getting a dub, a dub against Louisville at the end of the, at the, end of the year. They could also lose that game, but uh, – I got them taking care of business against Louisville. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to win their first three, four games maybe. I mean, Van, Vandy could upset them. I think Florida, I think they might beat Florida too. I mean, they're playing Florida at home. I don't think Florida's that good of a football team either, to be honest with you. They might step it up and be great, but that's just what I think right now. And then I think they're going to lose to Georgia, Missouri, Tennessee. I mean, I think they're taking all these L's back to back to back to back. I, they might pull out that win at Louisville at the end. It's a toss-up. I mean, I think they'll. I think they're going to be a better football team than them by then, though. I think they'll win that game. I got them going 
anywhere from four and eight to five and seven, right. maybe yeah. six and six if a if a game goes their way. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm about the same. You know, five and seven possibly could go six and six if they uh, take care of business with Missouri. I don't have them winning any of the other football games, so I really don't. I don't. I don't see it happening. Are we just missing uh, Arkansas now? Uh, Arkansas and Missouri, I believe. Oh yeah. Who are you climbing into? Climbing into Arkansas. Arkansas. I've got Arkansas at about a 6.5 also uh, with Georgia. And I uh, might have had another one at 6.5. But, yeah, about a 6.5 strength of schedule. Uh, they they start off with some relatively easy football teams. Uh, I have them getting two wins at the beginning of the football year. And then playing, Playing BYU, you know, I do have Arkansas taking care of business in that game, but that's that's probably not going to be no easy game. Luckily, they do get them at home, and then they go to LSU. I do have them. You know, a lot of these these bottom-tier SEC teams that have these tough runs, LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Alabama, that, that, that's Arkansas's run through the middle of their schedule for the middle of the season. And I have them taking L's to LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Alabama, Mississippi State. And also Florida, you know, that could be a toss-up game. Um, Florida's going to kind of have a tough run before that. I think Florida's going to take some L's to South Carolina and Georgia right before that Arkansas game. So both teams are really going to want that game. It's probably going to be a really hard-fought game. Um, Probably a pretty good well-coached game, but – I've got Arkansas going about 6-6 six and six this year, finishing the season with three wins over Auburn, FIU, and Missouri, uh, as long as they can get that offense rolling against Missouri. I mean, I think Arkansas is going to be an okay team, probably around the same tier as like Texas A&M, Missouri, around there. I think they're going to roll through those first three games pretty nicely. I think they're going to lose to LSU. I think Texas a and is a toss-up game. It could go either way. Um, they could win that game. It, it depends on if they uh, show up. I think K.J. Jefferson is a dog, dude. I do. I, I agree. I completely and agree. K.J. Jefferson's a, a dog. As He's long as he shows player. shows up every single Saturday, I mean, I think they will they could be a good football team. There's no telling. Yeah, just like, just like we said with uh, Texas A&M, you know, with the offensive coordinator or what's going to happen, if K.J. Jefferson shows up, plays really good football, the defense can just stand and yeah. just stand a little bit, then a lot of these L's that I have for Arkansas can be turned around into W's. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, it's just that's just a meaty part of the schedule right there. When you go LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Alabama, Mississippi State, all right there together, that, that's a big old sandwich to take a bite out of. Even I mean, after that, they that's have tough. Florida at Florida. And then I, I had their schedule at a 6.5. But, guys, it's pretty hard to to rate a schedule of an SEC football team. I mean, when you're when you're playing in the SEC, like I said at the beginning, SEC just means more. And that, that everybody knows that it's in the SEC. Everybody knows in college football. That is just how it is. And, I mean, you, you try to run through an SEC, it's just tough. It's just tough. No matter what, no matter who it is, it's, it's a tough schedule. So, yeah, I got, uh, I got Arkansas going about 6-6 six and six this year and – I think I agree with you. I got Arkansas going around six and six. Could be five and seven. And heck, if they're good enough, they could go around eight and four. They could go eight and four. I believe it. Yeah. All right. So we got Missouri left. Missouri. Talk about Missouri. Um. Let's see. I've got Missouri's strength of schedule being about an eight. Um. They start off with South Dakota and Middle Tennessee. Um. And then they go to Kansas State. Uh. Is it at Kansas State or is it? What do you got? It is at Kansas State. It is State. at Kansas State. Yeah, I've got them taking an L at Kansas State. Um, you know. Or no, I'm sorry. It's it's at home. It's it's at home. No, no, no. Yeah, it's at home. It's at home. Sorry. It's at home. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is at home, but I still have them taking that L against Kansas State. I think Kansas State will be able to move the football against them good yeah. enough to where you know who knows what the numbers is. If they can score 28 points, 21 points. I just don't see Missouri putting up the numbers against them to be able to beat them. And then that Memphis game, that Memphis game could be a pretty good football game, but I do have Missouri pulling it out. Vanderbilt, I think that's going to possibly be a pretty good football game. I just don't see Vandy being able to uh, 
to withstand this defense. Like I said, Missouri, you know, golly, they're going to have such a great defense. If they could just if they could get their offense put together, then they really could probably have a, a pretty good year and possibly end up seven and five, eight and four. But I've got them going about five and seven. You know, uh, they're going to lose. I got them losing to Kansas State, losing to LSU, losing to South Carolina. And then, like, right at the end of the year, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, and Arkansas. I've got them losing all those games. Although, at the end of the year, they could flop those around. They could beat Florida and could beat Arkansas. But I've got them going about five and seven. I mean, I think uh, Missouri's going to start off the season with two two wins to me. And then Kansas State, I think they're dropping that game as well. I don't. I don't think they're good enough to beat Kansas State. Kansas State's a good football team. Good football team. And then Memphis, I think they're going to roll through that one, to be honest. It could be a pretty decent game, like you said, but I, I don't see it being – I think Missouri's going to win that game pretty good. I think they're going to beat Vanderbilt pretty good. Missouri had like a top 30 or 35 defense in the country last year. I mean, the only game they really gave up a whole lot of points was Tennessee, and, I mean, we could put points on everybody except for Georgia. Right. So, um, I think they they have a tough little stretch – uh, with South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida, and even Arkansas, I think they're going to lose to LSU before that. I think they, I think they'll beat Kentucky and lose to South Carolina. Then I think they'll lose these two games, and these two games down here could go either way. I think Missouri is going to end up being in around a six and six team. May it could be better than that though, or worse. Never right. know. Yep. Yep. Six and six, five and seven. I could see them both. I really could. Um, so yeah, I've uh, I've got my predictions for the East and West over here. I'm just gonna run through those real quick. All right. uh, I do have Tennessee winning the East because of uh, because of that win over Georgia. It's just gonna be at Neyland, like I said. Uh, so I got I got Tennessee winning the East. I've got Georgia right behind them. I got South Carolina third. In the SEC East, um, South Carolina is going to be a good football team this year. They're going to be hard to handle. I do have Florida being fourth, and when it kind of comes down to this bottom four through seven, it's a toss-up, really. Uh, they're going to be battling it out, I believe, to to get these four through seven spots to, to rank their tier on up. Uh, Vandy, Kentucky, Missouri, Florida, that that's all kind of a scramble, if you ask me. But I do have uh, Florida at four, Missouri at five, Kentucky at six, and Vandy at seven. Poor Vandy. Um, and then on the West, I do have Alabama. Alabama winning the West this year, um, and then LSU second, Mississippi State third. Man, you never know though. Mississippi State could climb up that ladder. Um, Ole Miss at four, Texas A&M at five, Arkansas at six. And Auburn down at seven. And I do hope that Vandy does get the best of Auburn. I'm not a big fan of the Auburn football club. So, obviously, I do have uh, Tennessee and Alabama going at it. Going at it for the uh, SEC championship. I think that would make for a good, exciting. Absolutely. uh, Really exciting SEC championship. Uh, Let's just say that our predictions are right. Alabama gets the best of Tennessee this year. Uh, at Tuscaloosa, and then Tennessee got the best of them last year. I mean, what what else more could you ask for when these two go head-to-head in the SEC championship? And, you know, it's going to be a, a dang good football game. Praying Tennessee. Praying that it goes the way I said and Tennessee can pull it out. And uh, Absolutely, me too. You know, if they don't, they don't. Hopefully they can still get into the playoffs. Uh, I do still have Georgia getting into the playoffs, by the way. Just going to – Throw that in there. I, I have Georgia getting into the playoffs. There, you know, this back-to-back national championship football team. Just because I'm saying that I believe that they're going to go to Neyland and take the L does not mean that I think that they have. They're going down as a football team. In fact, they're probably growing. You know, something about Georgia. There's, they're those. They just continue to grow, whether you think they're going to grow or not. Whether who's playing quarterback. You know, the quarterbacks are going to play. The quarterbacks are going to play hard. The quarterbacks are going to play good, and the defense. Hell, are they not all playing for the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> I mean, good Lord. I mean, you're, you're playing an NFL football team on Dude, the defense. <laughs> uh, so, what do you, what you got for the – you got the same for the SEC championship? I mean, I, I, I have the same. I have Tennessee and Alabama playing the SEC championship. But uh, going to, back to Georgia, though, I think Carson Beck is going to be a stud, to be honest. I don't, I don't know if he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks 
in college football, but he's going to get the job done. I watched him a little bit in the spring game, and he, he just looked really good. He looked like he was a field manager, and he has a pretty strong arm. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I don't think Georgia's slowing down anytime soon. They're on the top of the mountain, and I think they're trying to make it a home on top of the mountain right now. Right, yeah. But I, uh, I agree. I, I, you know, they could. That that might be what they do. I still, like I said, I still have them making it to the college football playoffs. So yeah. if they do take the L to Tennessee, they'll probably wipe it off. They're going to be in the college football playoffs, um, and they they'll they could take care of business once again. Hold on, I hold on. really hope they don't. But. So is this another bold prediction? Are you telling me there's going to be three SEC teams in the college football playoff? Because the way it's playing out in your head is Tennessee and Alabama and Georgia all have one loss, and it's all to each other. That That, so is, that, is, that <laughs> is what I have. Like I said, the SEC means more. You know, they might throw three of them in the mix. I mean, I think, uh, if anything, Alabama will kind of get pushed out. If if this, if that were because to happen, of the, because of, the because of that bias. recent the recent SEC yeah. championship, why would we put Alabama in here if if the SEC championship just happened right here before the playoffs and Tennessee could, took care of business? Granted, if it's a football game like it was last year and it's a last minute field goal to win the game, it's going to be tough. I mean, who knows? You'll have to see how the rest of uh, the rest of college football goes to to see if that's something that could possibly possibly happen but uh yep i, I think do, in uh, terms of like east and west i think mine is very similar to yours the only thing i think i might would switch is i think missouri is going to be a better team than florida this year and that's just my opinion i also think that um old miss and texas a&m it could go either way if texas a&m shows up they got a lot of talent out there but i i, right. I do agree with you on the west side and the East is pretty lined up. Comparatively to the ESPN poll, you only have a few teams where they're, like, really switched. I mean, I think I think that's a pretty good prediction in my, my opinion. Uh, you want to move on to ranking them, ranking all of them 14-1? Yeah. to 1? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, See what you got. The worst team in the SEC to me at 14 for me is um, Vanderbilt. I mean, I think their floor is three and nine, and their ceiling is six and six. I I think at most Vandy's going to be bowling, but that's that's honestly a stretch. I think they'll probably go about four and eight, and I got them at fourteenth in the SEC. What about you? Who's your who's your worst team in the SEC? Worst team in the SEC is going to be Auburn for me this year. Uh, I think that that dub that Vandy hopefully will get over Auburn will put Auburn at number fourteen for me. I'm I'm assuming you have Auburn at thirteen. Absolutely, I do have Auburn at thirteen. I don't think Auburn's a, a great football team, but I do think Hugh Freeze is going to turn some things around. They had the number three uh, transfer portal class, if I'm not mistaken, and a top 20 recruiting class. He's doing some work in that right now. <clears throat> I just think they'll be pretty good. I mean, they'll they'll make some strides, but they won't be a threat to the the West at all. Right, yep. See, so yeah, I've got uh, Auburn at 14, and for me, 13 is Vandy. So we just got them flopped around right there. So, yeah. 13, Vandy. Go ahead and do uh, your 12. 12 then. will be uh, Kentucky for me. That's also my 12. I also have Kentucky at 12. I just, I don't know. I don't think Kentucky's that good of a football team, to be honest. And Will Levis just left. And Devin Leary is there. I mistaked him and Graham Mertz earlier. But you, you never know with the SEC. I mean, he right. hadn't played SEC ball. You don't know how he's going to acclimate yeah. to good, his. New. Good luck, Devin Leary. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, Arkansas at 11. And Missouri at 10. Who's your 11 and 10? Well, I had that flip-flopped. I have Missouri at 11 and Arkansas at 10. That really could switch, though. I Like, Missouri, There's no their defense was really good last year. Right. And if, it, if their defense improves, then all their offense has to do is be a tiny bit better. Well, I do, I do see that defense improving this year. Uh, like I said, ton of seniority. Um Gosh, I, I really feel like it's going to be one of the toughest defenses to play. You go into Missouri and play Missouri this year, it's not like playing Missouri in other years before. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough football game. I mean, yeah, they hung around with us in the first half, and hey, a lot of people thought they had Georgia beat up until the end. Yeah, you know I, I mean? thought they did too. I was hoping they had them beat, to be honest. Right. <laughs> but uh, Cinderella man Stetson Bennett will always – pull something out of his butt. Can Carson Beck be the same way? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who's your nine? Um, at nine, I have Florida. 
I also have Florida at nine. Um, Graham Mertz, sorry for thinking you were Devin Leary earlier. But uh, same thing for you. I don't know that you're going to be that good. Yep. You threw – he had 19 touchdowns and 10 interceptions last year. I saw that. But he – 10 interceptions is where it's worrying me. You know what I mean? Yep. Not not everybody's going to be Hendon Hooker, obviously. Only throw like four or five interceptions in their entire collegiate career at or at Tennessee at least. But I just don't think he's going to do that great in, in the SEC. That's just me. And yep. uh, I'll go ahead and roll on into my eight then. My eight and seven actually. I got Texas A&M at eight and Mississippi State at seven. In terms of power ranking, I think Mississippi State is a better football team. But heads up, Texas A&M and Mississippi State they could. It could go either way in a football game. But I just think Mississippi State's a little bit of a better football team. I think Will Rogers is going to be good. I think they have all that that family, like we said earlier, and they have a lot of seniority as well. So that's why I have them there. Who do you have at 8 and 7? Um, at 7, I have Ole Miss. At 8, I have Texas A&M. Uh, that's just where I see them. And, uh, Man, your dark horse. You put your dark horse down there at seven. I at least got him at six, man. Uh, Mississippi State is my is my seventh or no my six. Sorry, and uh, I could see them being a better football team than South Carolina also. So about five and six sitting right there. But I have Mississippi State at six, South Carolina at five. At six, I have Ole Miss and um. Ole Miss is just because I I believe in Lane Kiffin to be honest, and they do have a lot of talent on their roster still. They had a really solid offense last year. Quinshawn Judkins had over 1,000 yards and 16, 17 touchdowns. He's going to run the ball down people's throats. The only thing is their defense. Their defense is inconsistent. Much like the Vols, we had an inconsistent secondary last year. But they had this, they were 75th in total defense last year. They got a new defensive coordinator. They got Pete Golden coming up there. See what he can do to turn around this defense. Get the mediocrity out of there. Get more consistent. They could be a really good football team. I have them going like nine and three ish. That's where I got them sitting at. Gotcha. All right, moving into the top five. You want to do five and four? Or you want to just do five? Ah, uh, let's see. Five. I've got South Carolina. South Carolina at five and LSU at four for me. Ah, uh, that's same exact. Uh, we might have the same exact top five, maybe in a different order. I don't know, but I have South Carolina at five. I mean, I think Spencer Rattler is a pretty good quarterback. He's a decent leader. I mean, honestly, I don't like him that much, to be honest. I think he's kind of a little brat. I mean, I know off the record. I watched that quarterback beyond the lights or whatever when he was in high school. Maybe he's grown up a little bit, but he was a little turd, dude. He and, is a uh, turd, and he uh, turded, he turded us last year. Yeah, he did turd all over us. <laughs> he turded all over us. And uh, I don't know. If they can play the way that they finished the year last year, they could be – very, very good. It's just inconsistency. A lot of teams are very solid, just inconsistent. Right. I, I do uh, I do have South Carolina being a pretty dang good and football then, team and just losing some really tough games to premium football teams. And then LSU have them at four because one sole reason, and that sole reason is Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels is going to be – I think he's going to make get a lot better this year. If his accuracy passing can get better and more consistent, he's going to be probably the best quarterback in college football. I think Joe Milton might give him a run for his money, though. And uh, he's obviously going to be in the Heisman race if he runs the ball like he did last year. I agree. I think LSU, they could go they could go 11-1 and one if they really wanted to, but I think they're probably going to go 10-2, and two, maybe 9-3. and three. I have them at four. And I'm moving into your top three. I say we do three and two and save one for last. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good to me. Right, you go ahead. Uh, I've got three being Georgia and uh, two being Tennessee. Uh, like I said, I believe Tennessee gets that jump on Georgia this year. Um, it's not that I, I, I technically really believe that Tennessee is a better football team than Georgia this year. Um, and, the, and when it comes to the schedule, I just think it's going to be tough for, for Georgia to get that win. And Neyland, uh, I think it's going to be a lot like the Alabama game last year. You know, it's going to be extremely hyped. It's going to be extremely loud. They're going to have a hard time making any type of play calls. Beck's going to have a really hard time hearing – uh, the, the conversation on the field. Um, it's going to be really loud. We're going to be there. We're going to be really loud while he's being quiet. Um, so, uh, you know, I do have Georgia at three, Tennessee at two, and, you know, I could be over hyping Tennessee. It's just 
it's hard to take anything away from this team right now. I mean, Heupel is just, I mean, kind of a genius when it comes to offensive coordination, and he, he's really got it down. And the defense is also really stepping up. You still got Beasley coming back. You still got a, a lot of good defensive players coming back. If they can kind of tighten up that defense this year, as long as uh, as long as Milton can just throw bombs and keep them on the money, keep them on the target, I see them being a phenomenal football team this year. And you know, really the top three, I think they're all right there together. I think uh, Alabama and Georgia might be a little bit of a better football team than Tennessee, but Tennessee's got that hype. They've got they've just got it rolling right now. You know, I believe in the atmosphere, believe in the hype, man. I've been waiting for this one, dude. I feel like I might ruffle some feathers because we are Vol fans, but I do have Tennessee at number three, and that may contradict me earlier a little bit because I had Tennessee beating Georgia. But right. the only reason I have us beating Georgia is because of Neyland at night. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a night game, but it's probably going to be a night game. And uh, we're going to be loud. We're going to be there. We're going to be screaming. We're going to be yelling at Carson Beck, telling him to fumble the football or something. <laughs> I don't know, but I think we're going to pull out that game. But I do think Georgia – is still the top dog to me. I got Alabama at two, but going back to Tennessee, believe in the hype. Josh Heupel, he he is an offensive mastermind. He's had a top five offense every year he's been a head coach. He had the number one offense last year, if y'all didn't know that. And uh, Joe's going to be slinging it. I got Joe being in the Heisman race. Offense is going to be just as electric. People talking about losing Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt. That's not a problem, dude. We got Brew McCoy. We got Squirrel White. We got Ramel Keaton. He stepped in for Cedric Tillman last year, did some good things in the Florida game. We, I mean, Brew McCoy is one of the most physical receivers I've ever seen. He's going to be a great one-on-one threat. You hit him I in the see, flats, he's going to run people over. I see I mean, Brew McCoy kind of taking a, a Brock Bowers type of turn this year. Uh, you know, I see them competing to be who, who's the man. Who's the man around this place? Uh, that's that's how I see that being. And, oh, uh, dude, not to mention, though, we got that six foot four Oregon transfer, Deontay Thornton. Deontay in. Thornton coming in. He's gonna be a stud, dude. I think he's gonna make some big time plays. Oh yeah. And um defensive side, we lost a couple pass rushers in in the draft, but I mean I think the defense is gonna be better. I think they're gonna tighten up. I think that the secondary needs to tighten up. We got a lot of uh good linebackers and, and stuff in the in that secondary. I, I like Aaron Beasley. I think he's gonna have a breakout year. That's a Georgia boy too. Guys, so. Oh, yeah. Heard County, right up Heard here. Heard County, right right near our location. Uh, you know, I believe that Heupel's trying to change something. The only thing is they say defense wins championships, and I am a firm believer in that. Heupel is kind of trying to change that scenario to where can these, can these offenses, these electric offenses overpower these great, great defenses, and we will see. We will see this year if he can continue down and continue in strides to – to beat teams like Georgia and like Alabama. So, uh, yeah, I've got Alabama at number one this year. I've got Alabama being the top dog. Um, you know, I just have Alabama being Alabama. I, I think, like you said, they're going to run it down to people's throats this year. I think Saban is really prepared for this year. I do have I do have Alabama going 12-0. I do have Alabama being the best team in the SEC this year, possibly in the country. I don't think they're going to win the national championship this year. I do have them being the best football team. I just don't see them winning the national championship. That's kind of a bold prediction coming from me. And I do have them going 12 and 0, but I could also see Alabama possibly going 9 and 3. You know, that yeah, that's I mean, probably the floor for them, but I could very I could very well see it. I mean, I could see the same thing for Tennessee. Tennessee could possibly go 8 and 4. Um, Georgia I I don't see Georgia doing anything less than 10 and 2. I do not. Yeah, I don't see that either. Uh, I had a little spill about our ball. It was a little too much. I didn't really get to talk on Alabama, but I completely agree. I do think they are still my number two, though. Regardless of me saying they're going to be 12-0, in terms of a power ranking, I think Georgia is the top dog. I don't think anybody is taking their spot right now. I do think that Saban's going to be on a revenge year. I do think they're going to be playing that hard-nosed defense, running the ball down people's throat. I think they're going to be dominant, absolutely, but – I think the only reason Georgia loses to Tennessee is because we have them at home. Really, have them at home right right after you got to go play Ole Miss. I think Lane Kiffin makes that game funky. It so, really does. And then they got to go play at Neyland. Yeah, but number one, I got Georgia for sure. I think Brock Bowers is probably the best player in the country. I mean, 
I he, can agree with he that. He is an offensive threat. He's not just a tight end. He could play wide receiver. He could play running back. He he could do it. He can do it all. That's what I think. I think Kirby Smart is building a dynasty, though, like an absolute dynasty. Oh yeah. So. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, we'll have to see how them top three play it out this year. It's going to be exciting. I think it's really going to be an exciting year of football. Exciting in the SEC. You know, thank God that Tennessee has grown up and, and, and walked in. You got you get you thrown somebody else in the mix. Uh, you know, you get tired of hearing about Alabama all the time and Georgia all the time. I'm sure most of you viewers are not tired of it. But, uh, you know, we, we're kind of tired of it. So, <laughs> I guess we'll wrap this thing on up, man. It's uh, It's been nice doing this podcast and giving this to y'all. Uh, so, welcome to the Southern Showdown, you know, yeah. where we will have coverage after uh, after all the weeks of football and continue continue giving it to you guys. Yeah, man. That was great. I mean, I think great. we'll we'll progress and change our rankings as we go along, but yep. uh we'll see how the season goes. Yeah. All right. See y'all. See ya.